I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hey, everybody. It's Patrick, and I play Ezra the Golem. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the Storyteller, and welcome to Brew Force. Greetings, fine patrons. Welcome to the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwhistle, and, uh, well, I know why you're here, of course. You're here to listen to stories of the brute force, but uh, I must tell you, um, it's not the time for that this evening. Um, for, for many reasons. First and foremost, um, where we left off last time with the brute force fleeing Nanusha and the kingdom of Dindarast in general. The, the new destination was uh, actually to be uh, Glacier Moss, of all places. Lola had finally received word back from her master, Agarion, who she at one time believed was dead, but now was faced with the gruesome knowledge that he had simply faked his own death to the entire world, herself included. Agarian claimed that he was in Glacier Moss, or at least gave her that word as a hint. So despite prior plans to the contrary, there was no reason to go to Ormine at all. Serestia was completely out of the, uh, the game plan at this point. Well, okay, so, so the reason that I'm uh, kind of going off, off script a little bit at this point is, um, you know, I was approached by someone who said that, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a great fan of what you do, love listening to the story. Um, they had sat there last week and listened, and, and they said, I am dreadfully upset that the, that the crew did not go to Ormine. I love Ormine. It's such a lovely city, a romantic type of place, and I love hearing legends and stories of, of the times of old in Ormine. Now, of, of course, I'm leaving a few things out. This particular lass, um, she, uh, she and I actually have, have gone on a couple of dates over the course of the last handful of weeks, and, um, you know, it's not, not anything serious, but um, uh, it's uh, the type of person you want to do favours for, if you know what I mean. Um, so, I, anyway, I figure, the way I look at it, um, there's, a, there's a whole story to be told there in all mine. There's another adventuring party, certainly not anywhere near as famous as the Brute Force, but their paths did cross from time to time. Contemporaries of the Brute Force they were, though in many ways very, very different people. This group actually started in Ormine, and they faced a challenge that were the Brute Force to have actually continued on their way as intended to Ormine, they likely would have faced themselves. You know, I pose it kind of as a, as a thought experiment. You know, as you listen through the story, you know, think about, you know, perhaps had things been different, had the brute force continued on in their prior plans to, to go to Ormine, would they have been involved in this at all? You know, fate has a strange way of putting things in the way of an adventuring party. You know, usually people who need help tend to seek out the help of an adventuring party. They always know when they come into town. 
Even if they don't stop in the nearest inn right as soon as they come in. Oh boy, let me tell you, as soon as you walk in, you hear about it. You know, it goes around. You even hear it nowadays, you know, stories. There was a guy that came into town the other day with three of his friends and everybody thought it was an adventuring party. And next thing you know, like everyone and their sister is out on the street saying, oh, woe is me, my precious heirloom sword handed down over generations to my family has been stolen by the trolls of the mountains and things of this nature. And it will come to find out they, they were traveling door salesmen, which is a really a poor position, you know, to be in. If you go and you knock on the door, you know, well, okay, these folks already have this all sorted out. Um, but anyway, they were just traveling door salesmen. So even nowadays, you know, people get really excited when they hear that there's an adventuring party in town. So had the brute force continued on in town, there's nothing, no one knows, you know, nothing saying they wouldn't have been in this position themselves. So the value here is for those people out there who hear the stories of the brute force and say, these folks don't sound incredibly heroic. They've done one or two good things, but a lot of times a lot of people end up dead in their stories. Um, just hear this part out, right? Um, and find out, hey, is it any better? If, uh, if, if instead of a brute force, if you've got a, a group of good guys. So why don't you guys introduce your characters? Because I have no idea what your names are and what you're doing and all that good stuff. I, gotta, I guess I've got, I've got the basic overview. Uh, John, why don't you start? Tell me about who you're playing. So I am playing a gnome called Jeff. Um, he's a handyman. <laughs> He's uh, very good at fixing things and, and making things and stuff. Um, he's got a little bit of a checkered past, but he's you know, turned over a new leaf, and he's trying to be a, a good guy now. Now, John, I'm a little nervous. A checkered past, you say? Yeah. This is supposed to be this is supposed to be good guy squad here. Well, see, we don't want any ne'er do wells. There was one time he was in uh, Kushkal. Um, and he went into this um, shop as uh, like a an emporium, um, and he bought some frog jerky, and he paid the the fella the the money, um, whatever. Is, are we using gold and copper in this world? We never. Yes, still never yes. Let's use that. gold. Let's use gold, silvers, copper, and occasionally platinums. Yeah, so he he paid for his frog jerky, and the fella gave him back like three copper, too much change. Uh, but Jeff Ooh. didn't realize, and he just wandered off. Um, like, the next day he realized that he got too much change. So he went to go back to the shop to return it, as you do. And the shop had just closed down. It was gone. And now Jeff has this guilt that, you know, the, this guy couldn't pay his city taxes. He's just, like, three coppers short, and his shop closed down. Probably, like, ruined his life and stuff. <laughs> so, you know, Jeff's trying to make up for it all. Yeah. That's a heavy burden. What are your stunts? Um, so I have uh, always making useful things. Uh, where I don't have to ever spend a fate point to declare that I have the proper tools for a particular job. I've got. I've read about that. I can spend a fate point to use law in place of any other skill or role, provided I can justify having read about the action that I'm trying to do. And I've got strength from determination where I can use will instead of physique on any overcome roles representing feats of strength. He's, he's a very okay. determined little fella. All right. That's, that's, uh, that, that oh, sounds and wonderful. His, his trouble is um, that he can't help but act suspicious around law enforcement because he thinks they're 
you know, maybe <laughs> after him for like taking that change. So what was his what was his high concept? Handyman with a checkered past. Okay, that's right. Um oh I'm playing Carol. She's um her 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 high concept is um your body's mom that you like. So she is uh the the mom that with her kids, all the friends love the mom except the kids think that she's lame. And she's she's just trying to be helpful and she's got as one of her stunts, giant mom purse. <laughs> and in that purse, it's got um, just what you need for any given situation. So, oh, you skin your knee. Here's here's a Band-Aid. Oh, you're looking a little peaked. Here's some cut orange slices. Is Carol a human or is Carol no, some Carol other? No, Carol is a human. Uh, just a straight, okay. straight human. Does Carol work in HR? There's no Carol in HR. Carol in HR. Her kids have kind of grown up by now, and and uh, they're they're on their own. So she's got a little bit of empty nest syndrome. She, you know, has has money at home. She's never really had to work, but she's now found with her kids gone that she really wants to get out there and and do something. Her other stunt is: Can I get you some hot cocoa? Which is uh, plus two on insight rolls to figure out what is the best thing that I could give someone to help them out and help read their emotions. <laughs> Her trouble is that she's t- uh, too enthusiastic. So sometimes she tries to, uh, she is well-meaning, but, um, you know, sometimes she she acts before she thinks and... It can it can get a little annoying sometimes. All right, that brings us to Pat. Oh, hey, tell us about your your fellow. Uh my my guy's name is Terry. Uh, that's his nickname. His parents named him Terrence, like Terrence, <laughs> but with a Y. His middle name is Neil, with a silent G in the front and two L's on the end. So Terrence Neil Lester. He is a retired landscape artist. He used to mow the lawns at the area golf course. Golf is a big thing in the brute force world, apparently. I decided that just now. Uh, so he used to be the groundskeeper. Uh, his stunt is, what you got there? And, uh, <laughs> so he's good at perception. He likes to, you know, like any sort of blue-collar yeoman. Anyone who's ever, I don't know if anyone's ever worked a blue-collar job, but as soon as you start doing something and you're having a little trouble with it, everyone else that's supposed to be doing something puts down what they're doing to come see what you got there. So that's his, mm-hmm. that's his stunt. Mm-hmm. And his, uh, his weakness is, no, nah, I don't need any help. So uh, <laughs> he, he likes to do it all himself and thinks that, you know, he'll be able to manage. But Terriance will soon learn. He needs some friends. <laughs> All right, so is uh, is Terry also human? Yeah, he's a human. All right. Well, uh, so you all already know each other. Uh, you all live in... Uh, I haven't really decided where you live. We'll, we'll call it... We'll say we'll say you all live in Ormine. You're in Cerestier. Uh, so you all live in the town... Uh, the city, actually. It's a pretty decently sized city of Ormine. And passingly know each other. You're all uh, in the same book club. <laughs> Hell yeah, we are. Uh, so the book club is actually meeting today. Uh, it's a it's a Saturday, and you're meeting at the local uh, tavern. 
uh, to kind of go over uh, and kind of talk about the book that you guys just read. I don't know. What book did you guys just get done reading? The Shack. The Shack. Uh, so yeah, you guys have uh, a, a real book. No, that's up. a real book. No, 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 no. that's not as fun then. <laughs> the shanty, the lusty Argonian maid. Uh. One flew over the harpy's nest. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you guys are are uh, convening in a local uh, a local tavern, the Poxy Pig, to uh, to talk about uh, the the book you guys have just read. Well, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I felt kind of uncomfortable reading it around my family. It's just some of these scenes are just a little too racy for me. Uh, I know exactly what you mean. Um, I, I was reading it the other day um, in front of my wife. And she looked over and she said, Jeff, Jeff, why are you so red? And I, you had the fucking warning to, for this, John. I had to, there was no warning. <laughs> you can't just fucking throw that. My head Jesus Christ! And and you know, just just leave it at that. I, I couldn't tell her what I was reading. It's, it's filth, really. If you ask me. I mean, imagine if one of the, the the boys was home from school and picked that up. I'd just be mortified. Yeah, I tell you what, I wasn't expecting much on account of that. I don't believe that books written by people with a first name J for Jasper would be any good. But this Jasper fella, he wrote him a pretty good book. I I like the part where they come up out of the ground and they're like, I'm here for fun. And you're like, what type of fun's it going to be? And it was the type of fun that you don't want your reverend to catch you reading in the back pew when you're supposed to be reading the good book. But instead you're reading about this crazy shit going down. I t- it was something. Oh yeah, I had nothing. I mean, his his writing was great. It's just I, I, the content. I don't know if I can support that. Yeah, that, remember that, that, that? Did you guys get that part where that where that old guy was sitting on the couch and that leather daddy was dancing around for, and he's like, "She's part of the museum tour." That was weird, man. Uh, Carol like undoes the shawl that's like or the the cardigan that's tied around her neck is like, "Oh dear." Ah, uh, well. Uh, it, anyway, um. Uh, Carol, you're kind of nervous about this whole conversation and like, e- like people like prying ears, and so you're kind of like eyeballing <laughs> around the the tavern that you're in. The, it's I mean it's midday, so there are a handful of people in here, but they're like not well off folk like over at the bar drinking away the the afternoon and kind of just looking around. There's also like a guy just like with his head down on his on his arms laying on uh kind of his head on the table uh, and he just looks like he's just sobbing uncontrollably. Oh no. Carol's like, oh I sorry guys, just give me one second and she she goes up and she kinda like sits on the stool next to the person and reaches into her giant mom purse and pulls out a tissue. And it's like a little <laughs> grab-and-go tissue pack. And she kind of slides it over to him. And he's like, uh, I, I don't suppose that uh, that you'd need one of these, do ya? Oh, oh yeah, well, thank, thanks for that. Uh, oh, d- it's, been a, it's been a rough go yeah, of it, you know? I, I can tell. Real, are you are real... you all right there? No. It's a, no, it's, it's been real, t- it's been real tough lately. Um, I just come back into town a few days ago, actually, uh, find out my mama, my mama died. Oh, that's and, terrible. Uh, yeah, we had a, we had a falling out years ago. I don't even know what about anymore. You know, it's one of those things. I, I was too angry and she was too proud and just things come oh, between yeah. us. And I, 
I just hadn't talked to her in years and come back in found she's she's gone and Oh, that's that's real rough. Um I I don't supp- Okay, I want to make a roll to see if I can suss out what would help out this person best. Okay. Uh oh, well, mm, Okay, so um plus 2. Oh god, I got like 5. All right, so you're kind of trying to get a read on this guy. Uh, you notice that, like, he has uh, three bags kind of, like, down around his stool, and it looks like he's got, like, everything he owns, like, on him right now. Uh, so he might be, like, between uh, between housing arrangements. Oh, okay. Uh, wh- where are you staying right now? Oh, that's just the damnedest part of it, the whole thing. My mama, she uh, she had a real nice house, real big house, too. And, uh, you know, Lord bless her, she, uh, she left it all to me in the will. Uh, but I, d- I stayed there a few nights, but it's just, it's not right. There's something, something strange about that place. I can't sleep in there at night. It, it was all creepy the first night, but then after the next couple nights, I started hearing chains in the walls and moaning and screaming and then the next night, it got even worse. It's like pounding on the walls and people yelling, trying to get in. And it's terrifying. I, I do say I believe the place is haunted. I, I come down here maybe to stay at the inn, but it's just terrible. It's going to eat up all the, the money my mama done left me just to stay down here for, you know, however long it takes. I don't even know oh, what we to can't, do. We can't have you doing that. Um, oh, oh, Give me one second. Just it, And she, she also passes him, like, a little... Uh, she reaches in her purse and pulls out like a little ice pack that'll help his eyes because they're kind of puffy uh, and goes back to her and she's like oh I just heard the saddest story from that man over there I didn't even get his name how rude of me he is a, a, a he, he's saying that his his mama's house is haunted oh my yes uh, that's a, a worrisome thing well he's got no place to stay now because he's too afraid to go back to the house Oh, I mean, I don't mind chipping in a little bit of money to, you know, let him stay here a couple of nights, if that would help at all. Well, Jeff, I mean, it's probably not haunted, but maybe it's some old pipes or something that you could help with. Oh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm a dab hand with the old uh, spanner and hammer, as as they say, in the old... Uh handyman world or just uh... uh at this moment a handyman comes out of the back he's like yeah i gave it the old spatter and hammer and uh, everything's good now so uh should be working just fine the bartender tosses him uh silver oh and he's on his way hello don how are you, how are you doing mate oh hey jeff how's it going you know another day another spanner and hammer you know what i'm uh, saying i know exactly what you mean you know you've got you get that hammer you just you know you bang and you bang and bang and just and then, you know, whoa, bang in. Hey, let's not get crazy, Jeff, hammer. right? All right, I'll talk to you later. Uh, see you, Don. Well, oh, oh I, well, uh, what, what you folks have to for the rest of the day? Maybe we can uh, we can go help this guy out. Yeah, I, I don't have a lot on. I've got to go down to uh, number 17 later, uh, fi- fix the fence for him. Uh, other than that, I, I don't really have much going on. Well, what about you, Terry? Hell, I'm just looking to stay indoors. It's hotter than two rats fucking in a wolf sock out there. So, uh... <gasps> Language! Terry, really? Man, we go into this guy's house. I mean, at least we can help him carry his bags back. Those look really heavy. L- hold on, let me go and... Yeah, she... hell, he can stay with me. Oh, that's so nice of you. She says, goes back to... I'm so sorry, I didn't catch your name. I'm, I'm Carol. 
Oh, hi. Yeah. Uh, my name's Jimmy. Jimmy Horseradish. Uh, uh, from the, you know, the horseradishes up on the north oh, side yeah, of town. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. I didn't know that Marjorie Horseradish had passed away. Oh, that is, that is just so sad. Yeah, it's a, she was a, she was oh, a great Oh, she woman. was, yeah. Uh, she, she always gave out the, the, the best candy to my kids come, uh, that spooky night in, in, in autumn. Um... <laughs> Uh, l- well, <laughs> listen, uh, I, my, oh, my, my friend over there, he's, uh, he's a, he's a bit of a handyman and, uh, we, we were thinking that maybe you've got some, uh, some pipes that needed to be looked at there that maybe you're making the noises that are, uh, just giving you a fright. So, uh, if you, if you don't mind, I mean, if you're comfortable enough, we'd be, we'd be happy to come over and help you out. I don't know, lady. It seems like a little bit more than pipes, but I mean, if y'all want to take a look at it, y'all... You look like you might be, you know, the adventure in types, you know, maybe, maybe you can oh, well, fix it I, up. I, 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 don't, I don't know, know what... about that, but, uh, I don't know. You, you got the cut of a adventure in type fellow. Uh, in, in excuse your, right? excuse I mean, me a second, Jimmy. And, uh, Jeff bends down and puts a wadded up piece of paper under one of Jimmy's stool legs. Cause you notice the stool was wobbling <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but there you go, mate. Uh-oh. Thank, thank, thanks for that. I, I do appreciate it. Uh, thank you very much. Oh, well, let so, us get uh, these 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 heavy cases for you, and we'll we'll, we'll get. Oh no no no! No no no! No no please! It, it, uh, no I don't I don't. You've been I don't, through uh, enough. That's, that's and, uh, I'm gonna. I think I, no, it's it's fine. I already I already paid for the room for the night, so I, I definitely will stay here. I just uh, I was on my way up with them right now. I wouldn't want you to no, bother yourself. Not at I, all. I got all these. If y'all, you know, it would be the biggest help in the entire world for me if if y'all wanted to to head on up and look at the place. I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe it is just pipes, and I'm I'm just a crazy person over this whole thing. Uh, if y'all want to take a look at it, that'd be wonderful. Uh, I'll go ahead and get these. He's already <laughs> scooped up all three of his bags and has like got one slung over each shoulder and one around oh, his neck. Okay, well, if you're sure, I mean, yeah, you go and rest. You've been through enough this week. It's been a real hard yeah, time yeah, with mom. Yeah. And she hands yeah. him a Werther's original from her. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> you look a li- like you could use a little sugar. And when he gets up to the room, there are 20 delicious buffalo wings waiting for him that Terriance had sent up. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, he doesn't do spicy, but he appreciates the They're teriyaki the con- flavored. The, like, the th- oh, ah, hey, look at that. Teriyaki. You know how to read a man. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Blah, blah. <laughs> all right. Well, you all know of uh, of Marjorie uh, Horseradish. She does live on a like a, a very large uh, uh, estate. Basically, it's just shy of a castle. This uh, mansion that she lives in, and apparently bequeathed to her son Jimmy here. Uh, so y'all know where it is. You go outside of town. Uh, you go to the one crookedy road that goes up into the mountains and overlooking the city of uh, Ormine below is uh, this manor called Horseradish Manor. Oh, dear. You know, it's, uh, uh, it's awful uh, fortuitous yeah, for Jimmy it, and... Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry about that. No, no. I'm so, I am so sorry. It, you go right ahead. I just say it's fortuitous that Jimmy stumbled upon folks like us on account of the fact, you know, with him being in... Uh, uh, his 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 uh, uh, depressive state, as it were, he is ripe for being taken advantage of, and a lot of folks have had their eye on this property for such a long time. So, you know, not me. I got a nice little two bedroom, uh, one bathroom, and that's all that, that me and Sheila need. She's sturdy as hell. But 
I mean, there's a lot of folks trying to swindle old Jimmy. Good thing he run into us, you know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, one, yeah, I always try to say one good turn deserves another. And, uh, uh, what we put into it is what we get out of it. <laughs> she says, marching up to the house. Oh, this could use a little, uh, elbow grease. Just, you know, give it a little clean Oh, yeah, clean the, up. the things I could do with this place. I mean, I could get up there, put those shingles, re- replace all those, you know, the, the fences, they need, need a bit of work, you know, as a, as a few smashed windows around the back I see uh you know there's there's all sorts of stuff I could do to help out old old Jimmy here his yard's gone to hell what is this some sort of crabgrass fescue with this climate if you're not doing Bermuda you're you're piss out of luck it's so damn hot we already talked about the rats earlier <laughs> you gotta get something a little more drought resistant you know I think we're gonna what I'll do is I'll till all this I'll till all this up it's the right time to be seeding we'll throw down some seed throw down some hay we'll get a with some water going we'll get this greened up real nice Oh, what a what a nice surprise that would be for him when he comes back. As you guys, uh, as you guys kind of look over the house, yeah, the the one big noticeable thing is that the door is wide open. Uh, so when Jimmy left here, he left in a hurry. Oh, that's unsafe. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I kind of lucky because I mean we forgot to ask him for the key. Oh, yeah. So uh, I guess we did. I mean, it's good that we could just go straight in, but yeah, I mean, you don't want to leave your door open around these parts. Uh, Especially not not these days, you know, with all that trouble over yonder. Yeah, I heard that yonder had some trouble with some break-ins a little while back. You, you guys have just <laughs> canonically entered a town called Yonder yep. into <laughs> the countryside of Ormine. Terry puts his hands on his hip, the back of his hips the way Forrest Gump does when he sees Lieutenant Dan when he's on the boat. <laughs> he goes... Hell, you, you could plant a row of forsythia right here in the front. It, you know, it's going to look great. Oh, come spring. That'd be lovely. You know, you got you to do some hardy plants because Jimmy doesn't look like a type is going to get out here and water. Forsythia is about as hardy as you get. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't mind coming out and giving giving, giving them water, you know, once a week. So, uh, yeah, and she's she's kind of started talking about flowers now. She walks in the front door. It's like she still like gives it a little tentative knock and's like knock knock. <laughs> so as you come in, this is I mean the the first floor like the first floor like foyer area is massive. It's probably bigger than your entire house. The uh, it's all wood inside and wood paneling and uh, large furniture with like crushed velvet upholstery. And uh, very, like, ornate carvings on the furniture. Uh, there's mounted animal heads all over the walls. There's a big, like, solarium to the uh, to the back and to the, uh, I don't know, whichever side would be the best side to put a solarium on. Probably maybe north, I guess. I don't know. Who's to say that the sun's in the same place in Fair our enough. world? Nobody. That's who. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, it's it's real nice. It's It seems like it's pretty well up upkept in here. Oh, the property value of this place. Oh, but can you imagine the taxes? <laughs> well, school district shit, so that probably helps. Oh, yeah, that's time. true. The upkeep on a place like this as well is astronomical. I mean, I could, I could do some deals, I think, but, I mean, keeping a place like this in big span shape, that's going to cost you a pretty penny, that is. I, I wonder where the furnace room might be. Well, probably down in the basement, or you know, that's shit. That's where I'd put one. Terry, you, you've really got to watch your language uh, around Carol. She's a lady, you know. Oh, don't you worry about it. When when my uh, Henry gets into uh, 
a couple of them ales down at the pub. I I, I get near full. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That might be the saddest statement that's ever been said. <laughs> well, I was just implying that, you know, he his, his sailor talk starts coming up when he gets a couple in him. I mean, he he did spend those those years in in the navy, so that's how yeah, to makes sense. I suppose. Uh, so we go and try to find the basement. All right. Well, as you guys are kind of walking in, there's a, a like a huge ornate curved uh, staircase that heads up to the second level. Uh, but underneath that, it looks like there's obviously a set of stairs that goes down to a basement. Uh, that door is locked. Um, I open up my bag and get out a screwdriver and like start fiddling with the lock to see if I can unlock it. Are, are, are you okay. are you sure we should? Or... I mean, I can put it back together again in a jiffy. Oh, is, is oh all right, all right. I mean, you know what you're doing. If if pipes are the problem, then, you know, that's that's probably where, where the problem's going to be. You're going to make them roll for this? Because if so, Terrence is going to use his stunt. What you got there? And uh, <laughs> uh, I'm only going to make him roll for it for the fact that uh, I I want us to roll something eventually. <laughs> I'll use uh, crafts, I guess. So what you got there sure. gives him a bonus to his roll. You can decide how much. Hey, what you got there? <laughs> uh, call it a plus it's two. just a screwdriver, Terry. Really, I'm just taking apart the the handle mechanism. Um, what you got like that? To the to the lock. Is it a flathead? We got a Phillips. What, what, we t- what type of screwdriver are we talking about over here, my man? It's 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 a it's a, a crosshead, a, a cross cross one. The the crossy. Oh, that's a cross, that's a Phillips. We call it the crossy cross. Yeah, you, we got you. Heck yeah, man. I mean, I don't know your uncle Philip. Oh, I see. A, you're talking. A you're talking about real handyman talk. I mean, this yeah. this is my screwdriver. It's definitely not Phillips. I, I didn't take this from anyone. Um, right. Remember a le- uh, 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 Lefty Lucy? Remember that one? That's the one they said. I got a plus one, not counting the bonus from Pat. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So then you're able to disassemble the uh, the the handle of the door, uh, which is weird. They probably. <laughs> Don't usually put the screws on the locking, <laughs> the locked side of the door, but that's okay. This was really not well thought out. This, uh, this, this doorknob. But yeah, you unscrew it and manage to get it out of there. Um, I go down the basement, I guess. All uh, right. Oh, hold on, hold on. Don't. Uh, I don't want you to fall down there. And she reaches into her purse and pulls out a flashlight. <laughs> a flashlight. Yep. <laughs> In the. Uh, the fantasy world in which we live. She, she has pulls a, out a lantern. That's that's better. <laughs> okay, you have a lantern now. That's a that's a, that's a big old purse. They fit that whole glass lantern in oh, there. Oh, you know you maybe, gotta maybe be like prepared. Nah, I get it. I get it. Hell, I get it. All right, so you head on downstairs, and yeah, it's pretty dark down here. It's a good thing you had this lantern. Pretty musty smelling. Why don't you uh, why don't you give me uh, an, an investigate kind of to get the look around and. Check this place out down here. Oh, people don't don't oh, clean very often down here. She reaches into her bag and pulls out three bandanas so we can tie around our faces. Can I use a notice instead? No. Okay. Ter- I mean, Terry I ties so. the bandana around and goes, Hey, look at me! If, you, if, you, if you're looking for just superficial stuff, then yeah, you could use notice. I'm an outlaw. I'm, I'm a bad guy oh, now. You look like a bandit. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get you. I'm so, is that a three notice or a three investigate? <laughs> uh, it was notice. Uh, okay. Three. So, just kind of the superficial stuff down here. Yeah, there is. Uh, there's a boiler. 
that's hooked up. Uh, it doesn't look like it's running. Uh, it's a coal-burning boiler, I suppose. I don't know how old-timey boilers work, but let's presume it's that. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't look like it's fired or anything like that right now. Um, also, noticeable things just kind of on the surface of things is the giant pentagram that's uh, uh, on the floor in blood. Um, looks pretty dried over, though, like old, old blood. But other than that, um, no, nothing Jeff much. Jeff ignores the pentagram and opens up the water to see if he can work out like when it was last used. Je- uh, Je- Jeff? Yes, Terry, yeah. You see, uh, I mean, I, I like what you're doing with the boiler there. I think that's good. If you need a hand, you know, I can certainly remember Lefty Lucy. But on, on the floor here... Uh, uh, Carol, are you seeing this too oh, on, you, on the floor with the blood? Would you look at that? Oh, What's you know what? Let me uh, oh, let me oh go, let me go and find the mop, and we can just get that cleaned right up. Yeah. So this pentagram is like all the. It's like it's not in the center of the floor of the basement. It's kind of like over in a corner where both of the like edges of the circle touch wall touch two different walls uh, and like block off like one corner of this room basically. Uh, but yeah, it's like it's old black almost blood. Uh, and there are candles at, at all of the points that have uh, long since melted away into little wads of uh, wax. Carol goes and finds a bucket and looks for water in a mop. Well, this okay. explains the noise. It's got our classic portal to hell here. What do you think that's what it is? <laughs> well, you I know. I've read about those sort of things, but uh, I've never, never seen one myself. Uh, my buddy Moose got real tied up in the occult uh, uh, a few years back and... Uh, get, he put himself a portal hell in there, and uh, he got all possessed, and uh, we had to shoot him. <gasps> That's awful. Right, but uh, all some sort of demon magic only killed the demon. Moose was fine. Oh, all right. Oh, that's, that, that's that's. I mean, that's do you do you got any of that magic? I don't. It, it wasn't magic. I just shot him with a shotgun. Uh oh. Wonderbus, I guess. All right. Well, let's. Uh, I'm going to continue looking for a mop and bucket, like. Yeah, so you 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 find the cleaning supplies you're looking I, for. I'm just gonna this. I mean, it looks like I don't want to. She kind of skirts around the outside of it, like, "Ooh, I don't, I don't think I want to step in that." I, or, or I, I mean, it could be dangerous. So she then just dips her mop in the bucket and goes and starts scrubbing at it. All right. So as soon as you like touch the mop down to any of the dried blood, it turns like fresh red blood. So, yeah, it looks like first it looks like, oh, OK, this is nice. This is going to start to come off. Uh, but as you kind of like keep scrubbing around, like it's not moving. Uh, but everywhere that you put the mop, the blood turns from black to, to deep crimson. Oh, dear. Hmm. Uh, well, this is going on. Jeff's been examining the boiler still. So now I, I don't think it's, it's a pipe properly. You see, these pipes, they go under the floorboards. They're not the type which will go up through the walls. So, you know, if you heard clanging in the walls, I, I don't think it's it's the pipes that have done it. I, I mean, I'm at a loss here. I really don't know <laughs> what could be uh, doing all this, really. Oh, this circle needs some elbow grease, she says, and she gets down and pulls a toothbrush out of her purse and starts scrubbing. So have you, like, tried to, like, clean off the whole dang thing at this point? I don't know um, you should get that close okay. to it, Carol. Oh no, I'm sure it's fine. It just, you know, you got to let you got to get your back into it. Some of these things that you just got to really right, as scrub. you uh if you like have have mopped enough of this to like recomplete at least the outer circle if not the pentagram <laughs> in uh in the fresh blood, 
then the moment that that circle gets uh, gets closed off with uh, or, or completed with the fresh blood, immediately there's like a, a, a like an explosion of force, and uh, you all get pushed back away from this pentagram. Oh dear! Oh dear! Is everyone okay? Are you all right? That's the devil's work. What on earth was that? Did did you do something? Oh no! I was just cleaning it off the ground. Uh, uh, did you? Did you clean it? Is it still no, there? No, no, it's still there. It, it was a, it's a stubborn stain. Do we notice anything else weird going on in the room? Uh, the toothbrush that was in Carol's hand is now pinned against the ceiling above the uh, pentagram, but otherwise nothing else is oh. really strange going on here. Oh, dear. I mean, you may have to bring some putty and uh, patch... Patch that out that hole up there when I get it out of the wall, if you don't mind, uh, Jeff. Not a problem, no. That's no, not a problem. Um, I'm a little bit worried about what just happened, to, to be quite honest. Um, I guess it's not a normal thing, you know, to, to be flung across the room by an invisible force. Um, it's certainly not something I've come across in all my times of spanner and hammering. Oh, I mean, I guess you would know... Wasn't that in the book we just read by Jasper? What, what did he say on that on uh, on that page after the leather daddy was doing the dancing, and there was uh, they come on up and then there was that there was that uh, that that come on let's reference it now. <laughs> we got to use our manuals here. It's, Jasper's going to tell us how to do it. The, the, was it uh, the the bit where he said uh, "Klatu Barada Nikto"? Was it that bit? I mean, I've got to be honest. I, I skipped a couple pages there. It was getting too racy for me. Fair enough. Seemed like a bunch of bullshit anyway. Let's, uh, let's do something else with this circle here. Uh, mopping it was the opposite of good, so... Uh, maybe maybe we just leave it be and we, we uh, go and check out the rest of the house. Well, I can go get some dirt yeah, from you up guys, front. You guys hear a thump, 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 thump upstairs. Sounded like something fell down and like started rolling. I think maybe Jimmy changed his mind and decided to stay here after all this. Uh, go, go see see what he's up to. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. She says and pulls out another lantern from her purse and goes up first. All right, so uh, you, as you guys get to the top of the stairs, uh, you notice that the uh, door to the basement is shut. Oh, dear. Um... I, um, can I that, try the handle? That's a bit strange. I mean, well, I mean, it doesn't have a handle. I took it off. Oh, right. So, yeah. I mean, I don't see how it will be shut. I, like, push against it. Uh, what was, it pushed in to the door, to the, so you go oh, to okay. pull. Uh, there's nothing for me to grab hold of to pull because I took the handle off. Oh, no. <laughs> it's stuck forever. I mean, there's a hole there. I mean, you can reach in the hole and pull it. I stick my fingers through the hole and give it a yank. All right. So as the door swings open, you see uh, an enormous axe embedded in the door. Oh, oh, oh. dear. That I mean, that's not normal. Jimmy? Jimmy, are you, are you here? Jimmy? Um, um. Hmm. Well, I think we figured out that the boiler's good, so we should go tell Jimmy that the boiler is fine, and we should definitely leave this place right now. But the boiler's we not fine. He's, he uh, he said that it, it just wasn't working. Nope, the boiler uh, is I mean, good. It, it looked okay to me. Um, 
I, I couldn't say anything wrong with it. Oh, or, or, well, I, I, we came all this way. At least we can, uh, we can take a look around. Oh, oh, she didn't have any cats that needed to be fed. Oh, dear. What if they get left here without any food? Well, I'm taking this axe and uh, uh, Terry prized the axe from the door. Oh, good. Good thinking. Okay. I don't, we wouldn't want someone to run into it. Yeah, that's why I took it, Carol. I start heading upstairs to the the next level. I was going to go to the kitchen. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll go that way. Go to the kitchen. All right. Uh, so it's a nice, uh, large kitchen. Uh, relatively modern, despite the fact that this is a, a fairly old establishment. Uh, but it... Yeah, I mean, it looks like there's there's not much going on in the icebox. Like, everything's kind of been picked over. Oh, would um, you look at that icebox? That is a nice model. I, oh, look at... Oh, oh, it's got two two separate compartments in the cold side. Oh. Carol, you take, you see these countertops? That, that ain't quartz, my gal. That's, that's straight up marble. That is you know, marble. Yeah, sometimes they trick you. Yeah, nah, this is marble. Hey, Jeff, come on. Come on, take a look at this marble, my man. That's, that's some fine craftsmanship. There. Can you even imagine how much they might have paid for it? Oh, man, look at this shiplap. Oh, my God. They got shiplap on the walls. They got a farm sink. It's an open, open floor plan. I swear to God. Oh, a double sink. I've always wanted a double sink. Then you can put your cleans in the one side and your dirties in the exactly. other. Exactly. I like it. It's good. You guys also noticed that uh, sitting on the countertop, uh, there is an open-faced beef Manhattan sandwich. Partially eaten. Oh, maybe Chibi was here. He came back to have a sandwich. Well, he, oh, you know, he should really pick that up. He can get pests in here. And she goes and she throws it in the garbage. Okay. The plate's still warm. I'd have eaten that. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, she looks at it in the garbage <laughs> and is like debating whether she can get it out. Ah, uh, it's all right. Five second roll. <laughs> I don't think that works for the trash, my man. I, I hand the plate to to Terry as I kind of am rooting around. He licks some of the gravy off of it. That's, that's some mighty fine gravy. Yeah, and it's actually, the gravy is actually still warm, too. That's pretty good gravy. Still warm, so uh, Jimmy must still be here. I don't know why he'd want a sandwich after you sent up all those buffalo wings to him. Well, maybe he's not a teriyaki so. man. Maybe he's more of a lemon pepper fella or a jalapeno Or, or maybe fella, he gets or, uh, the old af- acid reflux. Oh, you know, sometimes Henry does when he, when he eats them spicy foods. So he washes it down with a nice open-faced beef. <laughs> that's, the classic, that's the classic panacea for heartburn. I've Everyone heard knows that. that. You got some heartburn, eat you a beef. Any beef. All right, well. Nothing in the kitchen but this delightful gravy. Let's go find Jim. We keep- hey, Jimbo! I ain't, he ain't saying nothing back. Maybe he went and took him a nap. Oh, I mean, after a meal that heavy, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. So we head up the ornate staircase? All right, you head on upstairs. It looks like there's a there's a bunch of rooms up here, uh, uh, all different hold, sizes. Hold one, on one, one second, guys, before, before we go any further. I've just I've always wanted to do this, and I hop up on the banister and slow <laughs> Oh, be careful. Don't hurt yourself. It's very fun. Uh, but the banister, you do notice on the way down, the banister does have a little bit of a wobble in like, uh, uh, like around stair four on the way down. Uh, boy, it really could be tightened up a little bit. So I could get hurt. I make a, a mental note of that to to come back and sort that out later. 
All right. Uh, so upstairs, yeah, tons of rooms. Most of them are closed off. Some of them are opened up. One is quite noticeable because it has 16 daggers embedded in the door. Uh, so that one is a little bit suspect. But otherwise, uh, yeah, I mean, just a bunch of bunch of rooms seemingly up here. I, I pol- politely knock on the first one before I open it. Is that dagger door? Or is uh, that not whatever the, the closest door? one is. Okay, that would okay. not be the dagger door. Hey, y'all, door. should we go check on this angsty teen room down here with all the daggers in the door? Could be nothing. Is Jimmy in the circus? Has he been practicing a, a knife throwing uh, act or, or something? Or, you know, fe- get, get a teen in here. So, you know, they just they go through these phases that you that are just inexplicable. Uh, I, I remember my throwing daggers at a door phase very well. <laughs> my poor mother, she went through hell with Yeah, uh, Both my boys went through it, too. I and I open the dagger door. Yeah, so you notice that uh, that there is a uh, on the on the dagger door. There's a little sign on the door that says Jimmy's room. Although the part that says Jimmy's room has a lot of extra daggers in it. Uh, and as you guys open up, it looks like yeah, it looks like kind of like the the regular teenage room. Uh, he's got pictures of the local bards and um, like a lava lamp that doesn't function anymore. And a fish and tank. And a popular that's empty. golf care, golf pro. Yeah, yeah. How old was Jimmy when we spoke to him? So, so you guys met him. He he said he'd been out of town for a while, but he looked like he was in his mid to early twenties. So, uh, but yeah. Uh, so a few things of note in uh, old Jimmy's room. The bed is unmade, so it looks like when he was here, he probably was staying uh, in his old room. Also of note is that uh, the bed itself is. Uh, significantly damaged with all types of what look like axe uh, wounds in the wood because uh, it's a platform bed type setup and it looks like there are like hatchet chops and axe chops into it and uh, knife stabs in the bed itself. Yeah, it looks like it's, this room's pretty messed up. Ugh, teenager, she says and she starts to make the bed. Is there any indication how... Old, how long ago these things might have done been happened? Uh, I mean, there's chunks of the the uh, pl- the the bed on the floor. Like, so as as these marks have been made, they have obviously been made recently enough that the remnants that have been chopped out of the wood have not been like even picked up off the floor and stuff. As Carol's making the bed, like she has to like brush off the sheets. To get like some of the splinters off of the bed itself. If there's any weapons embedded in the bed, she like puts one foot against the bed and tries to pull it out. Like, Ooh. oh yeah, there's definitely like a couple hatchets embedded in the wood around the edge. So, do we think this is like one guy with a ton of pockets, or like a bunch of guys with only one pocket apiece? On account of there's a lot of daggers and hatchets around, and I got this axe. I'll tell you what I think. Uh, I think it's not the pipes. <laughs> uh, well, I think you might be. I think you're right. What is it then? She says that she whips a dagger out of the woods. Like she kind of shrugs and is like, well, I'll give this back to him later and sticks it into her purse. Uh, at this moment, uh, you hear from within every wall around you, uh, like chains beating on the wall from the inside. Uh, and the whole room just starts to reverberate with this low, pulsing uh, bass thump. Uh, and it feels like the walls are just going to collapse in on you. Uh, and then it stops. Oh, dear. Well, we had a good time. I'm going to go and talk to Jimmy and tell him that there is nothing wrong with the pipes. Once again, <laughs> that is my plan. 
I will see y'all later. Uh, I, nope, yep, you're right. You know, if you were overstaying our welcome, if there's, there's nothing, and she's kind of hurrying after. Was the sound coming from a specific area, or was it all around us? It was all around you, pretty, pretty much. Well, I mean, it's tough to get a good bearing of it. The chains banging sound were kind of from all around you. Uh, like, if you were to try to locate, like, the bass sound, it sounded like it was coming, like, from almost directly above you. Uh, as you guys, as uh, Carolyn and Terry walk out into the hallway, um, they see that the like, at the end of the hallway, opposite from where this room is, there's a little staircase that goes up into the attic. And that staircase, like, like there's a rope that that lowered it down. Apparently, the like something yanks it back up, and the thing closes up into the ceiling. As soon as you guys step out into the hallway, I, I make eye contact with both the boys here. And <laughs> is it safe to say we all run? Let's go. I think shall yep, we? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Oh, look at it! I gotta start dinner. It's uh, it's getting late in the day, and she's kind of like pushing you down the hallway. On way down the stairs. Jeff stops briefly with a hammer and gives the little post on the fourth step a little whack <laughs> to knock it back in the into place. All right, you you pound it down in a, a few times, and on the on the fourth hit, uh, the little uh, ladder stairway to the attic just like drops back down up at the top of the stairs. Uh, I look up and see if there's anyone there. Uh, you see a shadow moving, but then you see the thing get yanked right back up again, and you hear a little click up there. The shadow's gone. Yeah, well, the shadow was was up there somewhere right. at the oh, top right. of the okay. stairs. Um, yeah, let, let's let's just go. Uh, uh, we don't need to mess around with. Right. With yeah, this. we this should is, we uh, should get the proper authorities here and <laughs> pushing pushing yeah. them towards the door. This does yeah. not seem like something we should be messing with. Yeah, on account um, of we the fact, go go speak to uh, uh, Fa- Father Howard. Get, yeah. Get old priest Priest Howard down here, maybe. Yeah, and then we'll see if maybe they want to send Clash Tiger or Glaive Beastbane. This is not a job for no, no. This is Terry Lester. We uh, we can at least go get Constable Adams to 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 get some men over here, and maybe they can have a look around. And oh, go 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 go! <laughs> yeah, I, this definitely sounds like a, a job for uh, Nelm Verba to me. So we go and we're so we hurrying leave, towards we the front the house. Door. Okay, you guys walk right out the front door. All right, so that's that's just sensible, right? I mean, imagine if you were in their position, the the, the, the good guy squad, as they're known, uh, and, and you go to uh, someone's house that's purportedly haunted, and you go to the basement, and you find a, a, a functional demonic circle, right? And you go upstairs, and uh, chains are rattling in the walls, and the entire room is shaking with a reverberating bass thump. You go out into the hallway, and there's some creepy little ladder going up into the attic that gets yanked up. You go home. You just see it's it's over. You're done. You just go home. You know, call it a day for the love of God. And so they got that part right. You know, their plan to go speak with the constable, sort it all out. That's 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 the way you do things like this. Of course, it's difficult for anyone to stick to a plan, isn't it? You know, God forbid. You know, you just. Just do what you're supposed to do. You know, why not make a foolish mistakes in the process? You know, well, you know, what am I going to say, you know? If people didn't walk around making foolish mistakes, I wouldn't have stories to tell, would I? 
regardless, uh, that's a that's a story for another day. Next time here, when you join me, uh, I will I will be probably able to wrap up this little uh, section of the good guy squad, and then it'll be back to to more of the brute force crew that you know and love. But I, I feel that you know, as we continue on, uh, there is something to be to be said about the the kind of entrancing nature of Jeff and Carol and Terence. Tarians is how he pronounced it, but actually I've seen his birth certificate and there was no Y in there. He just wanted to to be different, I think. I mean, he was he was born Terrence, but anyway, there's something entrancing about them as characters, just as there is about the Broadfall. So, you know, I can understand why anyone, you know, would fancy to hear about them. Uh, regardless, um, I do hope that you join us next time here at the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. Tip your Minotaur bartenders, and I will see you next time. Wow, what an episode. It's spooky. It had thrills, chills, spills, uh, all those things with ills. Spanning and hammering. Spanners and hammers. Boy, <laughs> that's what they call me in high school. You know, they call me old spanner and hammers. It's been a long time coming. Getting back yeah. to the old good guy squad. Yeah, good guy squad. It's uh, it's, it's nice that they, they finally made it onto the scene. Hopefully nothing bad happens to them. But hey, uh, while you're here, why don't you uh, go rate us on iTunes uh, throw a review our way five star rating super useful review even more useful because then more people see it and they go hey, look that guy likes our show so if that guy likes the show this must be a good show be that guy be that guy that likes the show yeah um, if you know someone that likes these sort of uh, podcasts then you know recommend them to to your friends I was just reading a review just the other day by one Canon Canon who said this show was funny and entertaining and I, I it was very nice to hear I didn't think that. You know, when I think this, I think dramatic reenactment. But apparently, uh, Cannon Cannon, a.k.a. Gwen, thinks funny and entertaining. And I appreciate that. Uh, She says, and I quote, Do you like the thought of a ragtag group of adventurers getting into more mischief than necessary? What if I told you these adventurers were a skeleton, a harpy, a golem, and some sort of otter? And maybe if you left out the last part, because the otter's not here anymore. And what if I told you this was a wonderfully produced piece of art with great roleplay and storytelling like you wouldn't believe? If you're still not interested, there's also some boat theft, lobster catching, and hideous robots that fully embody what terror truly is. If that doesn't get you, then I have no idea what will. And honestly, I'm with you there, Cannon Cannons, whoever you may be. If If those fine bullet points that really do encapsulate everything that we try to... Uh, portray here on Brute Force uh, does not hook your interests, then by golly, I don't know what your interest might be, but I don't want to know either. Yeah, I mean, you might be slightly put off by hideous monsters that embody all the horror and stuff, but, you know, they're right, really, aren't they? You know, they don't do any harm. Just like a lunch meat sandwich on their faces. I read a review day from our buddy, the Viking Bear. He says... Lovable monster friends, road trip. The best thing about this show is the genuine friendship and the love of doing things together the cast and the GM have. You can definitely tell it's a project of love for each of them. It's a truly unique story with breakout characters and a charismatic storyteller. The framing narrative around each episode is fantastic, and I often feel bad how Jasper is treated by the town folk. Keep up the good work, everyone, and keep the episodes coming. Well, good news is we have kept the episodes coming. Uh, bad news is, is we really don't like much uh, each other kind of at all. No. But 
I'm glad we have fooled you because that was absolutely our intent. Um, I can't stand any of these chuckle fox. Yeah, I mean, Adam tricked me into signing a contract. Um, I haven't been able to work out the way to break it yet. So, yeah, no, it's uh, it's one of those uh, unbreakable contracts, you know, that they talk about all the time—the unbreakable ones. Uh, boy, I was on I was on fire that day. Uh, it's a good choice by me. Uh, if you are a fan of what you've heard here so far today, and why wouldn't you be? Consider checking us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash brute Boy, there's some tears there. You can put money in it. Uh, what comes out is laughs and a little bit of love. I mean, between us and you, not between each other, obviously. No, no, definitely between us. Yeah, there's some um, pretty cool rewards you can get, and we're always working on ways to improve those, so keep an eye out on that. Yeah, we got one that is in the works right now that I am very excited about, but I can't say anything more about it at this moment. But just let between you and me, hey, hey, it's pretty it's good. good. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. All right, uh, pie you later there, John. Yep, uh, crossed you on the flip side. I've been watching a lot of uh, It's Always Sunny reruns. Mm-hmm. Damn, this show is good. They're so awful good. people. But now I have that song Higher Love in my head. Yeah, that's how I fucking get it, man. Get that mouth trumpet out. Get it. Take me to higher love. Bring me a higher love. Whoa. Bring me a higher love. I was thinking the other day, I don't know why it pops into my head, but uh, there's a song that's perfect for Lola. What's that? It's Take. These broken ah, wings. No. Oh, broken wings, Mister Mister. Learn to yeah. live so clean. When we hear the voices sing, the book of love will open up and let us in. Such a fucking cheesy song. Take these broken wings. <laughs>